0: Clothing Optional explores what it means to have the choice to show how much we reveal to ourselves and to those around us, both literally and metaphorically. A podcast for those looking for inspiration, life hacks, and a little push to being braver, a little better for ourselves and our community. Grab a seat, shed, or put on a lair because it's a wild ride when clothing is optional. Okay, what do we have? This is just like um, background.
1: Yeah, so we did a tap takeover this last weekend, so we have all Banff Ave and Last Best on top right now. Who makes your tap heads? Um, so usually the breweries provide them um, for the most part. So these are all from Banff Ave and Last Best. They're really cool.
0: Make soap with a YYC drag queen on April eighth, four p.m. Julie Andrews will be co-hosting our next soap making workshop. You'll get a ten dollars Greenbrier Refillery gift card, a cocktail, a pound of soap, tastings and snacks from local Magic Pantry, and twenty five percent off a drink flight at Rising Tides Tap Room. To register, check out www. Oh yeah. Welcome to episode 9 clothing optional podcast. We're bearing it all today with Allie from Rising Tides. Welcome (laughs) Thank you so much for coming in today. Yeah, I'm excited. So we're just here naked together Mm -hmm. um, because the whole point of our podcast, or my podcast, is to bear it all at whatever capacity we're all able to.
1: (laughs) And apparently Allie is ready to go
0: all in with me and you know one of the things I like to address is, like the our emotional and mental challenges and I want to ask you what is harder taking off your clothes <laughs> or like taking off those layers and talking about things that are hard to talk about
1: huh. for me I think I'm a pretty open book honestly if you'd ask anyone in my life so um, I've always found getting physically naked maybe more challenging um, so, but like the last couple of years, I've just really been embracing that side of things too, and existing in maybe not a straight size, typical body. I think um, that's been very, very validating and kind of exhilarating to be like, I can exist. Your uh, <laughs> expectations have changed. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I, f- I feel that they are. They're related, though, for sure, for me. I I definitely...
0: So one of the things that I noticed is um, typically people are more free with their bodies, and we can talk about things, and we're able to, I guess, move past those things a little bit better. Yeah. But I do know with other... Like, some friends I've had before, um, it's almost like a cover... I won't talk about it. So let's just get naked and yeah. just have sex or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's yeah. that. Like I've met people like that where it's totally. Just, uh, let's get deep and talk about things that matter. It's like nope, nope. Let's just interesting. Right.
1: Yeah. Even like as I started like dating again, I think that is something I would like. I like relate to is that. There was a sense of like I'd rather show you physically who I am yes. than emotionally because I was going through so much mm-hmm. the last year. Yeah. So I can definitely relate with that. I think now that I'm in a bit of a healthier spot, I like things have kind of yes. shifted back yes. into like oh I can like show my into like my emotional intimacy mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, no, I definitely at times in my life it's definitely been easier to be like oh I will I would will be willing to sleep with this person that yes. I barely know rather than tell them like something i'm struggling with totally and
0: uh, we have to make that not like okay but um understand that that's sometimes how we react as people yeah yeah because we've all been there like if we're being honest with ourselves we've all been there where it's like you know it's just easy to like flash our boobs or like take on our clothes or have sex with someone totally then to be like uh i have a problem yeah and like to admit any addiction or any totally. you know emotional issues or maybe even things that you have with your friends that you just don't want to talk about totally to, right? yeah 100% yeah cool. i'm yeah. sorry you went through this year i heard a little bit but i don't yeah. really know like the
1: or yeah i want to share it i mean That's i'll cool. share yeah um so open rising tides with my wife at the time um but like right in the midst of it we started going through a separation and divorce so it was like a very strange year in the sense that we were like starting this thing we were had been planning and we're so excited for, but something else like very important was ending, which was like our partnership. Are you still like do you still co-own it? Um, at the moment, but those things are yeah. We're we're working on kind of what the future's going to look like. Yes. Um, but like we work together much much less than we did obviously yes. before. Um, and I kind of have the the helm of it now. Um, and so. Yeah, it's been a very, it's been a, 2022 is a very transition, a transition filled year mm-hmm. um, from going like, from basically the pandemic to owning a business that, yes. you know, was just taking up so much, um, so bandwidth, much- like emotional yeah, physical, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, really intense year. And then also just going through the ending of like an eight year relationship um, with my business partner and wife. It was just, yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> On, yeah. It's
0: it's so awesome that you're able to actually share this because I think a lot of times um, people who own a business, small business or large, they're afraid to tell people and be transparent about their their story. But if you're yeah. not, people can't understand why you might be having a bad date. Totally. And they need to know you're like a real human.
1: Yeah. I've struggled with that, honestly, because... Like, how much do you share? How much do you share? How much do you see? Yeah. And, like, because, I mean, one of the things is our partnership was part of kind of the brand identity to start with and not like in a gimmicky way but just like it was two women yes yeah it was part of the DNA of the business you know that two queer women that were married you know were opening the space to be inclusive to be visible and then to have that that end um was difficult for me and us to know how much we you shared and when to share and especially when you're going through something as delicate as a divorce you know things are constantly moving Mm -hmm. with the business partnership so yeah it was and like I just I even to this day struggle with knowing when to tell my staff what and Mm -hmm. even to tell the greater like it's hard to know when to start telling regulars or how to announce it like Mm -hmm. even on you know I think that now the time has come like it's open enough that I feel like it almost warrants like like a a business announcement like an announcement of sorts but it's just like it is a tricky thing because it's real people and real emotions and uh, and then you have to uh, respond to what people might say yeah and
0: it'll, it'll probably be negative but no, it, you still have to reface the things like yeah oh I'm so sorry or like oh uh, yeah. like
1: let's talk about like you need help and then you have to like bring all that totally and, and it's just kind of cool. got into the point where I kind of just like was like oh I just am gonna pretend everyone knows and talk about it like that because yes. for so long I was I do that too, hiding so a little different. bit and so I'd be like oh yeah I started dating and then yes. someone's like dating and yeah. I'm like Oh yeah, I've been going through separation yes. since you know yeah. March yes. <laughs> of last year. It's been like a year at least now, um, and they're like, "What?" And like, I'm. It almost it makes it easier because then now they feel like they're in the know. Totally. So you're in the middle of a conversation, yeah. Instead but of starting to one. like, but also <laughs> to like the point of your podcast though, like it, I I think it also makes people feel like I've been hiding mm-hmm. because they haven't known something for like a year, mm-hmm. and they're like, "You've been going through this." Thing Mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) and it does feel it does feel strange to, yeah, keep those layers of emotional, yeah, just stand behind the bar, pour beer, and smile. That was like my emotional cry. I cried every podcast (laughs) because I think about these things. and I'm like, I literally
0: am looking at the bar right now, and I'm thinking of Allie, like pouring a drink, and just being like, it's okay, yeah, (laughs) yeah, right? Because you're you're almost. Oh my god. No, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) I get it because like as as like um. Someone who's in the service industry, you feel like it's your responsibility to take people's burden, mm. and then you have this—you're the bartender, mm-hmm. you're the therapist. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you don't want to be giving people your burden because you're here to
1: totally. Take, but you know, <laughs> I do think the thing, and I think again to the point of like what you what you do with connecting with people is when you can relate with someone on something on whatever level it mm-hmm. is, they feel that humanity, and so to me like that yeah i think like slowly opening up and kind of like showing the raw parts of behind the scenes because i do think there's i'm sure do you feel this i'm i'm curious like this sense that people have a certain idea of what your life is like as a business owner or as a you know podcast creator or as what all these different hats you wear I feel like people sometimes, for me, like think like, oh, you own a business, you must be like doing super well yes. financially. You yeah. must be like killing it. You're like all these things are just happening, and it's like it is the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. I think the only <laughs> thing
0: we're killing it at, um, when it comes to people who persevere, is that we show up every day. Yeah, and that's the difference between someone who succeeds and not necessarily in business, but it's just in life reason why um people like you and I and all these other businesses are just like seemingly you know super successful or whatever Mm -hmm. we are succeeding in the sense that we show up every day because Mm -hmm. one day it's gonna turn over for us Mm -hmm. somebody's gonna listen to this podcast and throw a million dollars at us (laughs) please (laughs) Uh, please (laughs) or I mean just some people are gonna be impacted by this and feel like they want to share our story Mm -hmm. and I think that's the goal and yeah it's um, people, I was just talking about this at Fringe Coffee, uh, shameless plug, <laughs> and how you know people think like, oh, wow, you're doing so great, uh, your events are always so busy, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, but you know what? To get ten people at the event, I had to tell a hundred people. Yeah,
1: it, I, right. Like the like we just had a big event yesterday or on Saturday. They didn't just happen to show up. And I'm like, everyone's like, wow, it was packed. It was so good. I was like, oh my god, like. The just the emotional or yeah, like absolutely. toll it takes on you for yeah. like uh, specifically event planning i think i love it but it's also just like yeah it's it's uh it, we are so lucky we have like a really cool community around us like i say we always have like kind of like three communities we have like the beer community because we're like bringing beer to the northwest which like there isn't a lot of mm-hmm. i mean there's no how many beers do you always have on tap uh we always have 12 on top can i try something yes we'll we'll take a break get some napkins i'm probably gonna cry and then we'll get a flight (laughs) yeah 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 we just uh we just rotate them at like basically we'll probably rotate 10 taps a week so like they're yeah it's like it's always rotating which is cool sometimes have a kind of like some on that we like kind of feature for like a month or something yes yeah rotating Mm -hmm. all like local for the most part or some like west coast ones but yeah, so we have, like, beer people, and then we have, like, a lot of queer people, because we have, like... There's got to be a rhyme for that third one. Yeah. Come on, girl. <laughs> around here people. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. the community of Montgomery has been amazing, honestly. Okay. Yeah. The beer, the queer, the around, around here. here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, like, kind of our three people, and it's amazing, because, like, we have events, and they kind of fill up with all these different people, and we're very lucky that way, but, again, to your point, like, you... Spreading that word and doing that legwork to get the ten people is, or the hundred people yes. or whatever, is like, yeah, the the behind the scenes is is more than I had ever imagined. There's so. got to be a statistic to that, to be like, you know, for every
0: person that shows up, has like hours? ten hours. Yeah, yeah there is, because people literally. just think, like, oh my god, yeah. how do you do that? I'm like, yeah. well, I I like do it. I literally get up there, knock on yeah. doors, or like, yeah. take off your clothes, <laughs> get naked. <laughs> We're okay. not afraid.
1: We're not afraid. Yeah.
0: So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to get us some tissues, okay? Because I know we're going to cry. Yeah. I'm going to move the mic because it occurred to me we have a shelf here. Yeah. So we could probably put it here, and and it it'll be might be like even closer to us. It'll be even closer. So we're going to get sorry? intimate nitty gritty, and then I'm going to make Ally pour me some drinks, so and I'll get some Excellent. background. What do you call it? B-roll. B-roll. Like, yeah. Psh, I don't know. Does cool. it even make any noise? Probably not. Uh, uh, well, uh, I'll make
1: we'll it. We'll see. Up. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: <laughs> can be the. <laughs> you always. Thank you for clothing optional podcast sponsor, Bonus Soapworks, Calgary's famous adventure soap company, building community one bar at a time, join their soap club to receive member perks to local, adventure, and sustainably-focused companies. You can visit them at www.bonussoapworks.com. Yes, gal, um,
1: recognized. Are we, are we drinking the same one? Um, we're not. I poured myself something different. I can tell you what you're drinking. Sure. Okay. Okay. So which Let's one do you, some. you should Let's start with one. Uh, the one to the right, actually. So this is called Rider Dry. Okay. It's oh, a dry please. lager, yeah, and it's, um, yeah, super crisp and super, like, drinkable. Mm, I like dryers Yeah, yeah, I really
0: like this one. Okay, but back to the cops. So we went and got tissues and we got some beer, so we're ready <laughs> for part two. <laughs> Boop. Okay. Okay, cool. Cops are
1: running around. Oh, they came uh, on the weekend, um, and they were just doing a neighborhood walk. But some of my staff was like, "The cops are outside," so I was like, "Oh, shoot!" So I like run out there, and I'm like, "Hello, my name's Ali." <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm shake of my head, yeah. and they're like, "Hi," and i was like, "Is there like we have water for the fires? We have this. like I'm "Oh like, yeah, I'm, you like, like something saying was all the happening. things." <laughs> and then the the, 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 the she was because talking because the lights were going off or. No, they were just doing a walk around. It was just two police officers on foot. And then they kind of, the the one gal police officer looked at me kind of like, okay. You got a and she was, Well, she was chatting with this other girl. And I realized that they were like hitting on each other. They knew each other from high school. Awkward. And they were like reconnecting and like flirting. And I was like, hello. They like totally interrupted their little meeky moments. You cop blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I did cop block. I was like. Oh, no, they were getting shut down for something, oh, and the no. Yeah, no they were just flirting, <laughs> oh no,
0: because <laughs> like, someone got really red really quick kind of thing, yeah, I was like
1: Arr, ar. <laughs>
0: well you just feel the energy right you just yeah. you instantly knock. I was
1: like, oh you guys are you guys are sitting oh, these flirting cop block and call my. Block. T- I'm so funny. You're hilarious. Did you,
0: my goal, I've always wanted to do stand-up. Oh my gosh. I would love to do stand-up. And I just started
1: dating a stand-up comedian. Did you? Yes. And Are so I did you stand up here. Uh, had, yeah, had so you? we have had three shows. Um, but yeah, date like so now I'm like going to a lot of shows and like meeting mm-hmm. a lot of comedians. Yes. And it's like a fast I think you should totally try I love it. it. I think you should I've been look, thinking about it for a long time and it's so back to like
0: the whole clothing optional thing. Yeah. That is honestly I think the most difficult thing you can do in life is stand up. Not be naked. Yeah. Not have sex with the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> like I've done nude modeling and I've been naked in front of a lot of people. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, sexual. Sometimes it's just we're outside, we're having yeah. fun, we're like playing sports, going swimming. Um, all like kid stuff. Yeah. As an adult, it's always sexual. yeah you can't be naked as an adult and it be okay. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, stand up for sure, that feeling of anxiety and like fear Oh my God. I think for sure would be top of my list interesting but i would I would love to do it
1: you should hundred percent do it. it yeah, I think if you you should meet Gabby and just hear how love she got into it. it, and like it's it's a pretty fascinating process too, because like everyone that from what i've learned is like with stand up kind of has a different way that they get into it and yes. a different and like their sense of humors are so different and yes. like the way it translates to stand up specifically is super interesting so and you
0: have to do it that's definitely one of those things you have to do it to get better at you have yes to be, oh you it's, have to be so it's a bad yes yeah you have to be willing to stand grind. up and bomb
1: yes and you have to be willing to like tell jokes that just you know are not gonna know they terrible yeah and you don't care <laughs> uh
0: i think that the great thing about social media it's made it possible for people to do that because i do live videos all the time mm-hmm. there's nobody talking back at me i'm yeah. literally you're just <laughs> doing stand-up and you're like
1: i'm <laughs> And you're not getting the crowd you're not getting, participation. You're not getting any yeah. crowd participation. That's the thing right? I've also realized, yeah. Cr- <laughs> it is it is so much about the crowd. The crowd is um, receiving you. And oh like, they call it... I'm learning so much Oh, tell lingo, me. Okay. So they call it a hot room when basically <laughs> they'll just laugh at anything. <laughs> <That's> and me. <laughs> because I feel bad for people sometimes. Like, I know. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah, that awkward moment where you're like, oh, fuck, it's not No funny. one else is laughing. <laughs> yeah, but, um, like, Gabby was telling me this story about there was, like, this really hot room and this guy who, like, like is a good comedian went up and just, like, somehow completely killed Looked the room and just bombed harder than, like, anyone had ever bombed for. And just, like, imagine that feeling. To oh be like, no. they're laughing at That's everyone else. Instant insult. Like. Yeah, and, like, that, it would take a lot of self-esteem. Yeah, I would just take off my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's our go-to now. they are like, You're this like, is it's really so hard. hard. This is actually burlesque this comedy. This is <laughs> really hard right now. Yeah, I wonder, yeah, because like there's a few performers oh, in the city God. that do drag and burlesque and comedy. Oh, that's talent. And so I'm curious from their perspective, what would be the most, you know, yeah, start doing a dance. vulnerable, though I wonder, yes, you know, yes. like, because those are all three very vulnerable d- things. Yeah. yeah. I once actually saw a, um, it was at a uh, Pride drag show. Next beer. Next one. Um That one. This one. That one's called. Here, I'm going to explain.
0: It's yellow. <laughs> a, what, little what of, yeah. It's yeah. a little bit milky. Yeah. Uh, opaque.
1: We'll call it hazy.
0: It's hazy. <laughs>
1: not milky. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Hazy Glades <laughs> Pale Ale. Um, and it's a hazy pale Nice. <laughs> nice. Self-explanatory. Self-explanatory, right? self-explanatory yeah. Um, but yeah, I Go saw this cat. gal doing a burlesque performance at a Pride, like, drag slash burlesque show okay. in, in September. And in the middle of her set, her music um, shut off. Yes. Completely. Mm-hmm. And she was... Like burlesque is such a intricate performance art. Like yes. she was in the middle of taking off. Your energy is there. You Your can't energy just... is there, and it just stopped. And I it was right in the did. middle of like pieces, like certain pieces coming off and a yes. certain move. And it was just you could see it on her face. She, I, I've never seen someone look so exposed, and she wasn't even naked yet. Yes. Did you it feel? Was, you felt it. Everyone right? felt. You felt it. naked. Everyone felt it, and it was a huge crowd. And um. she, um. Instantly, just on her face, you could just tell. And so the, the host was amazing. Stepped in like, stepped in. I, mean, I bet you most people
0: didn't feel, but the people who are more in tune oh, with that stuff, yeah. right?
1: But yeah, Val, Valerie Hunt, like stepped in, was like so supportive and they couldn't get the music to go back on. And so then they kind of like helped like ease it and then the music went back on they tried to get back into it it cut out again and the second the same spot or similar spot and it was just it was this moment where everyone collectively was like oh this is the most vulnerable thing ever 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 just you could see it just um and so then val went around with her with this performer and and a tip jar and a tip (laughs) jar (laughs) yeah and people were running (laughs) and piling cash (laughs) i think this girl must (laughs) have Thousands of. Oh, it was amazing. Shit. Was yeah, it outdoor event? It was outdoor oh, cool. and it was like huge. Like it was like a really Pro really tip. large event. Cut your music out. Yeah, make no, I feel just. Bad. But it did. It did just make you realize like how, yeah, how like vulnerable of a thing it the is. Hardest. And it's not the nakedness. It's no. like the like where you are, and the the context around what you're doing, and like when you're like with comedy or with burlesque or with drag it's like the bearing of your or even with your business it's it's exposing your confidence totally and exposing like what it is that you're passionate about it it makes you vulnerable but it also makes you very strong yes if you can like get yeah totally well
0: so this year i was thinking yesterday like of all these when i was posting for today i guess i was saying oh did you know that these businesses, you know, Rising Tides, Greenbrier Market, Fringe Coffee, Match Pantry, Bonus Soapworks, we work together yeah. to like hype each other up, and we support each other. Yeah. And I started thinking about all these other businesses that have gone under since I've started. Yeah. And You know, like both you and I, like all the all of us have only started in the last few years. Yeah. Like it hasn't even been that long. Yeah. And I've already seen so many go under, mm-hmm. right? And it's just people are always so surprised because they think, I didn't know, I had no idea. I'm like, because it's so hard to bear it out there and oh, say, yeah. I'm suffering you have to like put on this facade because you don't yeah. want people to like pity, pity you that,
1: I resonate the with pi- what you're the saying pity pain. so much oh I'll buy a beer yeah. I don't want it I yeah. don't like it but yeah. I just want to
0: buy it because you want pity it you to,
1: <laughs> yeah because you want you want your business to grow organically and, and real genuinely in a genuine way yeah. but I resonate with what you're saying so much because like if you could see like if everyone could see behind they would know just especially certain businesses that we're in and we've chosen like the line between succeeding and failing is so razor thin. Yes. And, like, people would come in here and be like, this is a smashing success. It's, like, Mm -hmm. really busy. There's always great events. But then tomorrow, I was like, literally, Mm -hmm. though, like, February was three days shorter than a normal month, and I felt it. You know, like, I never had realized until (laughs) becoming a business owner, like, those small things, like, a month being shorter or – there being a cold snap or yes. like yes. they impact Or me. gas prices go up, go up. 10 up, Cents. Yes, or yeah. um, there's, a, there's a holiday that's more family focused than, mm-hmm. and it's, it's crazy how, how close that line is between like absolutely smashing it yes. and failing.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> and, I think people don't realize it's like, okay, so business, let's say they make 3,000 or 10,000 a day. Yeah. It costs them.
1: 8,000 to
0: run it. Totally. So when you, it's all. In These perspective, margins, yeah. right? Because yeah. people think like, oh my God, you made you know this much money, yeah. like, but it cost me this much to just stay alive. Yeah. So and really, I made less than you as yeah. a person who's working minimum wage. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you're paying yourself. <laughs> who's paying themselves? Who's
1: paying themselves in this <laughs> <That's> economy? <funny>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People uh, think we pay ourselves. I know. I'm like, I somehow live off the land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I live we'll off the spider plant. leftovers and... <laughs> yeah.
0: You, what are the spillage? Uh, yeah, the <laughs> spillage. You, you make the, the bread out yeah. <laughs> of You should make bread. Out of (laughs)
1: spillage. It's a good idea. It is sourdough starter. starter. (laughs) Sourdough starter. Yeah, I'd totally be up for that. (laughs) Yeah, but like, it's I feel that because I see all of these businesses and I even hear about different ones closing down. And I mean, I'm sure every day. I'm sure you feel it too. It breaks my heart as a fellow entrepreneur because I'm like. I know how much you gave of yourself to that thing. Mm-hmm. And you didn't fail. That's the thing. No, no, no. You did no. not fail by any means. You succeeded by even just trying. Mm-hmm. But it's it's heartbreaking because those were so much blood, sweat, and tears mm-hmm. put into those businesses. And, like, people... Like, sacrificing friendships, relationships, because yeah. you have no more time yeah. for these. And know. I wonder, too, <clears throat> is there a better way for people to... Like, I know what you're saying about a pity handout, but, like, at the same time, like there's certain businesses I wish I would have known how close they were to failure. Yes. Before they failed. I actually, so one Cafe Clash Clash shut down because they got basically out rent, like outbid for the rent. And you had no idea, hey? No idea. And that was like another, like, that's another like inclusive space in the city or was, I mean, they're kind of opening back up, but, um, one of our regulars, um, came in and they were like i'm coming to rising tides every week now because i don't want the same thing to happen yes, here yes and i was mm-hmm. like and that's not a pity thing no that is the opposite that is like that's like i want this to make you choice giving people the choice totally yeah. and they were like i'm gonna choose to spend my dollars here mm-hmm. rather than somewhere closer to my house or whatever because i believe in like what you're doing and i just i appreciated that so much because i was like like yeah i can't look at you and tell you like mm-hmm. hey it's tight right now but like, like i know just that i know. You know that like you know people are acknowledging that there's like they they have this choice to make with their money and mm-hmm. like with their time and but yeah I wish I knew how close some places were or because I would have tried harder I would have tried harder and it I would I would have like made sacrifices in my life. yes, yes. it's like I would have not out of pity no but it's like I would have foregone going to this concert to go yes. to buy some of this product yes. or I would have you know instead of going to this event run by a big restaurant chain I would have gone to this event totally yeah and I think that's really what I'm trying to do, you know, with this podcast and with everything
0: I do with my soap, it's not just about soap, it's not just about beer. Yeah. It's about teaching people about these options and choices. I mean, I can't afford to have, um, you know, like local beer every day, yeah. but let's say I can make that choice once a week to choose you. Instead of choosing the no-name brand beer, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And if we all made that one choice, then that one person doesn't have to come in and spend all their life savings totally. supporting a local, right? Yeah. So I mean, even like for Greenbrier, you know, my new choice as of yesterday was like I'm going to order a loaf of bread, like it's like an eight or ten dollar loaf of bread, sourdough bread from them because it supports them and, and, and Homestead Bakery. Yeah. And I can do that. I can do that once a week. Totally. Right? Or like, yeah, I buy. Cheap coffee from the big corporations. But once a week, I'm going to go buy Fringe. fringe, And it seems like a small thing. It seems, but it's huge. It does,
1: but when you you are on the other side of it, I'm sure, like, both of our businesses are a game of quantity yes because it's you know volume. you're never gonna you're not selling one painting and making it you know no. it's not it's not it's volume yeah, it's a volume-based business yeah. so i'm like the more beer we drink yes <laughs> um and so yeah you're never gonna get rich off one beer yes <laughs> but it's just the building of of that and everyone yeah it's like a lot I'm of teaching a lot, a lot of, of small, people a lot of small decisions and a lot of small um moments because if i do it once a week for you to have a
0: beer totally that's 52 beers a year right,
1: right. that's 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 huge oh, that's a, that's and i think a, people
0: don't realize that they'll yeah. like next time yeah next totally. time i'll choose them totally right? and
1: that's even the same with green briar like them being right there i think like some people like have it at their habits already formed and yes. it's like just changing a, like you're saying like instead of getting your loaf of bread from the grocery store you're yes. getting it from them and yes. like it's a small change but small it change makes a big difference it makes a huge difference yeah.
0: because then now they know okay i'm gonna get like eight to ten bucks a week yeah which it sounds we laugh it sounds silly but, but we're laughing no but we laugh, know cry, like <laughs> laugh cry like
1: <laughs> oh here's the nap <laughs> because yeah. Yeah.
0: it is it is it'll make or break because in that month that's an extra forty dollars totally and if we have one, hundred million. Oh my yeah, god yeah, right yeah. yeah and so i know sometimes when i maybe i don't want to Let's say I don't drink alcohol, and I don't want to drink alcohol. I don't want to come to your chat room to yeah. drink alcohol. I'll bring someone, yeah. I'm like right, and <laughs> that's, that's something we can do. Yeah, sharing the word. Bring and, a friend yeah. Yeah. that likes to drink. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and likes yeah. to drink co- coffee or whatever yeah. it is. Because I know yeah. there's lots of small businesses out there. I'm like, I want to support you. Yeah, I can like give you soap. And right. I can give you word of mouth. Yeah, I just don't want more maybe stuff. Connections. Like jewelry, are, I don't connections know. <laughs> is
1: worth a lot. It's worth it's so much. It's so money. much. I think like business connections. Like like you said, like we made the joke. Like someone's gonna hear us and give us a million dollars. truly, someone is it could. You? Is it you? Is <laughs> it you? <laughs> <laughs> but someone like there is people. There are people out there that just connect with you, your vision, what you're doing, and everyone has. There are people for every business and for every person. And yes. And, just the way that I think there's people that you connect with like on a friendship level, a romantic level. I think there's like those people that see your vision and believe in you and it's it they will they will advocate for you when you are tired. Yes. <laughs> and when you have yes, been you working. Can't you alone. can't do it alone. You yeah. do it alone. No. can't be
0: here because there's so much stuff to do. Right.
1: <laughs> and honestly, that's
0: why um so one of my main things about uh my soap club, so I have that soap club subscription so people oh, nice. get soap delivered to the door every oh, quarterly. Cool. Yeah. And what's the that's first cute. rule of soap club? and it's to talk about soap Oh, out. cool! and I apply that with everything it's not just about soap but it's about all these little things in your life talk about your own successes your own failures you mm-hmm. have to talk about it mm-hmm. um businesses that you love talk about it if you don't want to buy that sweater because you don't wear sweaters mm-hmm. then tell someone because mm-hmm. easily we all know at least 10 people
1: yeah
0: like yeah. I don't care how much of an introvert you are you yeah. know 10 people <laughs> one of those 10 people will want to drink a beer or buy a, a coffee or buy a yeah. sweater yeah, yeah, guaranteed totally. right yeah. but if we don't talk to them we don't yeah. know yeah yeah Right. Totally. And one of those ten people might be a millionaire that wants to. <laughs> <laughs> back to that.
1: Back to that.
0: I truly believe in it because you hear these stories and you always think like, oh, that person was so lucky. And sometimes it is. Yeah. Because they met that right person. who, yeah. Like, what do they call it back in the days when? artists where they had those rich people uh, you know what I'm talking about yeah kinda, not, like, yes. not like a sponsor but, but like, like a patron a, a, pa- yeah, yeah. a patron yes yeah so if someone would like to be a patron of not the arts but of no. beer and of yeah, soap yeah um,
1: of entrepreneurship you know? and local business yeah, really just like, yeah. reach out right? yeah
0: and yeah. there there is um resources and support to be had because you hear all the time like when I talk to people like oh we have this much in a budget I'm like send it our way yeah. right we just have to find totally yeah people.
1: I feel like the word is kind of buzzy but like networking but yeah, connecting I know like connecting I know I hate net- yeah word networking. I know it's very corporate no. but like just connecting with people yes. is like one of the most important things I do for the business mm. like it is like nope. it's it, you can't quantify it even with time nope. but it's like the hours and that's you also have to be in the right headspace and that's the other part of like the balancing act is like and sharing your sharing your yeah it can't be you have to people have to feel that it's authentic and you have to be authentic for Mm -hmm. it to resonate right and so that's part of the bearing it all is like you can put on a facade for so long, but I think when you really start to shine is when people feel like they know mm-hmm. you and your business. Like yes. Genuinely know you.
0: And like, we're always so scared that when people know us, they're going to, you know, be repelled. or totally. they're, they're not going to want to be part of it. But totally. you know what? That's so... If they don't, then oh, they're not so... They're and not it's the, not a loss they're not That's not a no. loss. <laughs> no. So I had one lady say, um, this is what I was telling you when we started talking about this. She's like, I don't know what... Is the deal with your podcast? But being naked, she said, "I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want anything to do with it." <laughs> and it hit me as I was—I think this is like episode five—and I was like frustrated. I was like, "Ah, what is wrong yeah. with you?" And I said, "Isn't it interesting? We talk about like mental health the same way. You don't want to hear it. Right. You don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You don't want to see it. Right." Yeah. And it's same with this like small businesses. We have to talk about it, not like oh, like support me, but we have to talk about where we are at in this moment. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I'm not. Perfectly gonna be able to smile for you. I'm not gonna be mm-hmm. exactly 100%, but I'm there for you as much as I can in mm-hmm. this moment.
1: Okay, so right? being real, being real. how is your business going?
0: It's good in the sense that um, it's growing every year. Okay. But I've spent more money this year than I ever have on reinvesting. Gotcha. Like, which is scary. I think this is probably where people start to fail is because they over invest. Yeah. Where, but where do you, how do you know where line. that line is, right? I'm if you don't, facing it right now. Right? If yeah. you don't push enough you we, don't spend
1: that yeah we uh, want to open up for coffee like breakfast like not food, breakfast foodie? but just like more kind of all day thing. how come you don't
0: have babies how come you don't have family friendly is that Who, something uh, like,
1: so we yeah? went for that with the AGLC like we that's what we applied for and the AGLC said that our menu did not support uh, oh, so that could change it, it, if, it will be
0: okay yes because our demographic, I don't know how old you are, but yeah. maybe you're of the similar vintage. Yeah. Um, but I feel like <laughs> my age group that have children would come, you know, for, would yes. come we have to drink and eat, so, right?
1: We have so, so many regulars that come in. Um, in and they between, wish they could bring their humans. They, yes, we hear it all the time and yes. I totally understand. Um, and, and those are the humans
0: that have money because they have, well, in theory. Yeah, in theory, they theory they they is, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> totally. No, but I think there is a space, like especially just this this space isn't, you know, your typical bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even when the AGLC inspector came out, he was like, why are you going for minors prohibited? We're like, we tried minors oh, allowed. We ran that's into f- like- Because you didn't have a food thing enough. So we did, that's the funny thing is, yeah, not to get into the nitty gritty, but mm-hmm. we did, we just kind of ran into one bad, not bad, but oh, one okay. specific person in the, yes. in the chain yes. who didn't see it the same okay. way. Um, basically, that you have to have a full menu, but what a full menu is, is, a full is subjective. Menu? So I said, "Is it calories? Is it number of dishes? Do yeah, you it? have a number?" And they don't. I'll get there. And they don't. And oh. so that's why she kept saying, "Well, I think maybe a lasagna or a burger." And I was like, "That's so specific because we yes. had more food than we have now. You had lots of food, but like we had even a fuller menu. Like you have a sandwich. Uh, we is have three sandwiches yeah. and a salad. <laughs> yeah. And before we had like different pot pies, and we had a whole bunch of stuff. How is that not a full menu? So it was very. It was a yes. subjective decision." Um, we're going for reapproval. Okay, good, that's um, exciting. And then kind of thinking about being open more of the day too. I forget why I was saying this exactly to start with, but. Oh, I us think, leveling up. Yes, yes. Yeah. Where,
0: where do we totally put where, our money? Totally, how
1: do you make that decision? And that's been a big decision, because there was a few different choice, like there's also space next to us that's available. And it's like oh, making yeah. that decision to be like, hey, do we, Go for that space and mm, expand, yep. or do we just work with what? You know, there's like so many different avenues that you can go and I deciding how to spend that money and when we to gotta spend talk that to money. People. You gotta yeah, talk. and it's, it's just a, it's it is a scary thing to scary to invest thing. in yourself again and again and again. Yes, and because you
0: know there is a vision that is successful. In yes, life. yeah, and you know if. If this doesn't work, then you're like that next person that did it. You'll be like, damn, yeah, like, that yeah. was supposed to be me, yeah. How, right? Yeah, and it's totally. one of those things where it's like, no, it can be you, but yeah. how do we make those decisions to be that? And, yeah. and for me, because I don't have a storefront, it's made a big difference. Uh,
1: I would not survive, like, oh, God survive yeah. if I had a storefront. Yeah. But that's why so I'm partnering teaming like, up with, with people, Greenbrier, is such a good thing because it's like yes. a pseudo storefront yeah. yeah. in a way. and they're like
0: my <laughs> flagship. And yeah, the sad thing with that, in terms of how I got there, is I had two um, main major retailers both went out of business before... Oh wow. I hope, hope Greenbrier doesn't think I'm like
1: that. <laughs> you're the curse you're bad luck Chuck <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't listen to this that but it is that it was yeah. like so Bonisian I don't know oh, if the you've been, yeah. so they went and yeah. they were my first like mm. big thing mm-hmm. and um, and then you know just pandemic and being an yeah. independent grocer yeah. doesn't work well, I mean, so the economy, they went right?
1: over they went under right when we were opening so we um, bought some of their stuff well I, lo- <laughs> I actually missed the, the auction oh, no. but I freezers. saw of- a, yes. oh, we could have benefited from i just i didn't even know those things existed at the time Oh, i I, love yeah Yeah. because i came into this industry with zero experience like i've never even this is my first time i poured a beer was here (laughs) (laughs) which is great and drank beer yeah (laughs) yeah it was my first beer um but yeah like i had never worked in hospitality i'd worked in like oil and gas and uh, WestJet and stuff Yeah. yeah and so for me it was like I yeah, was just so unaware of like different things, like even just that there was auctions for closing yes. restaurants. But that, auction, like 30 grand. but that auction actually affected me a lot, like emotionally because I was like, wow, like they shut down. They're I know. Huge. And they've they're been massive. around. They've been, they've around, been around
0: for around. so long. So it was scary. You're like, and are they're we so, still doing this? Well, and
1: there's so many places that have shut down that have been around and they're an institution. And you think, aren't you infallible to this? But then I it's know. like, no, not with COVID no. inflation, like different pressures and, yeah, it, it 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 has been scary being a business st- starting up when so much is shutting down. Yes. Yeah.
0: And you're like, well, the bar's is only rolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I mean, you have to talk to people, ask yeah. ask them, yeah. what did you do wrong? Yeah. Because Which, if we don't talk about it, totally, then we don't know what mistakes we they made. We don't want to repeat them. True. Right.
1: Yeah. No, so true. Especially with the
0: expansion, like I don't know enough either, but I just know some people they expanded maybe before they were. You know
1: what? That's such a good idea. T- like you. I've never. I had never considered reaching out to, because I do you know it. is it a vulnerable spot it is. or a moment for them when yes. you're shutting. it? so you think, Oh, do I really want to, you're like, but you went out of business. How do I not, how, how do, I not do what you did? But yeah. truly though, I'm sure even some of them like going out of business was probably a win for them for some reason, yes. you know, because yes. they like, Rose and Crown just went out of business they've been open oh, for they? yeah they've been yeah, open honestly for reach, so long. reach out and curious why. like w- did you just want to close or like yeah. what is yeah we're asking people that are
0: about to expand like if those are your top things totally and getting like a child all those things yeah um, talk to specifically those businesses that, <laughs> that have, have gone that. through it yeah or
1: yeah failed, at failed it failed at it failed at it yeah because you can learn I mean you so learn more much. from failure than success Talking to the people that did it right, they might not even know why they did it right. No, exactly.
0: You won't even <laughs> know why. Like, oh, we're or they'll out. be like, go for it! Yeah. you're like, OK! And you're like, oh, that totally. was terrible totally. advice. Yeah. Right.
1: Are you ready for your next beer? Yes. OK. Uh, wait, wait, I got this. It's a little orange. <laughs> it sure <laughs> is. This one's got a fun name, Brew Barrymore. Oh, I like it. Yeah, it's a strawberry Hefeweizen. Um, oh, and I it's love the Hefeweizen. Pink Boots Brew. So that means, do you know Pink Boots Society? Kind of. OK, so Pink Boots Society is basically like women pretty supporting sweet. women. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. In um, women, supporting women in brewing. It's like, um, a female, um, cause I know some
0: local breweries, they do that. They have like a brewing day where yes, a bunch of women brew together. Yes. So
1: this is like the, um, last best version of that, but like annex does it and mm-hmm. born does it and cabin I think mm-hmm. does it. And yeah, like most of the local ones do a pink boots yes. brew or a Women's month brew. Um, but it's cool. They put together pink boots, put together a hot blend every year. What you bought bu- so it means like a a few different hops that they put together oh, a, hop blend. a hop blend and then you buy, as the brewery, buy the hot blend, mm. and then you create a beer, any sort of beer. So they did a Hefeweizen, someone else maybe did a cold I IPA see. with this with this hot blend. Yes. You just, you, you look at the notes and you think, mm-hmm. oh, I think this would lend itself really well to a mm-hmm. strawberry Hefeweizen mm-hmm. or whatever. And then you just see all these different beers that come out of the same hot blend, which is kind of yes. cool. And the money goes back to Pink Boots for the hot blend. So okay. it's very cool. So uh, early April, I think we're going to have all of the Pink Boots brews on for one week. Oh, that's week. a great yeah, idea. Yeah. Because so, some of them brew before and release them on Women's Day and then some mm-hmm. of them brew on Women's Day and release them after so we're yes. gonna like do like a full women like pink boots brew um, like early April which will be cool a bunch of pink taps too yeah that would be fun that'll be cool actually yeah oh
0: that's a great idea yeah no I love it I love honestly like what you represent and um, I really hope that you can get babies in here because like yeah. i bring my babies everywhere i know i saw you I bring them everywhere and i'm always like maybe just, each I'll, other i'll just leave them in the <laughs> i'll leave them in the lobby the there. vestibule yeah no, no vestibule. it's like
1: it is super important to me especially like as you know i'm in my early 30s now all of my friends are having babies and mm-hmm. it's really going to preclude most of my friends like all my friends would come here on their mat legs. and it's not
0: even that it's to show that generation yeah what inclusivity, making totally. this the norm. Yeah.
1: And allowing there to be different, well, especially right now in- Oh man, it's gross right now. Yeah, it's disgusting. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I'm gonna
0: drink first. Yeah,
1: <laughs> That's been super interesting for us, like not having minors allowed, but seeing all of our fellow like establishments that are trying to do things that are inclusive and showing the next generation like that, and like growing that inclusivity from, you know, from the ground up and mm. from from a young age. Um, watching the the pushback that is occurring Mm -hmm. I mean here and across you know into the states and stuff it's it's very disheartening to see this go back the other way and it's we're so backwards
0: and what we're talking about for those of you who are so clueless is just accepting people for wanting to be who they are so having pushback of it never even occurred to me how many people like don't like drag are so anti-gay like I thought that was something that was a small group of people totally but it's huge and like for me it's been so normal to have you know like i i don't i can't even i don't want to say it because you're making it weird but like i have so many like queer family queer friends you know people that are gay and people who are, wear drag but i don't i never see them as that and even like with my children they wear whatever they wear but then i get people that are like you do you take your kids to drag shows and i'm like
1: yeah it's a show it's performance yeah it's like the it's just like one of the most it's so Amazing hard. It's harder slams, than comedy. We're yeah. talking about how standup is yeah. hard. I mean, drag and They're all. Is so, it's all hard. All hard, but yeah, like drag is like one of the most like impressive. Well, because it's comedy and yeah. and it's artistry. Like it's so many. Oh, things we should do a workshop. How to anyone. do drag makeup. Uh, <laughs> that would be. I, Honestly, yeah. people would buy
0: tickets. <laughs> Get queens here. Yeah, they do... can
1: teach you how to do drag makeup.
0: But it, like, so it was only recently that it hit me how. Um,
1: but it's a craft. It would take it you. It is a craft. I mean, it would if, take. But maybe would we do, do like, baby, like baby drag,
0: <laughs> like baby drag. Yeah. Like just your eyes. Yeah, actually my eyes. <laughs> but, um, it, it was just like in this last few weeks because, uh, I like supported a, a drag event. Like I love freaking drag queens. We did a soap making workshop and someone went to my business website, gave me a one star review and said drag queen. Mm-hmm. And then after that, even I had somebody who doesn't support me at all. Never bought any soap, never posted mm-hmm. anything. I haven't talked to him in 15 years mm-hmm. on Facebook He sent me like a huge essay Mm. in my messenger um, saying like, uh, he doesn't want these like transgender people uh, flaunting their crotches in front of children. And I'm like, what shows are you at? And I mean like my kids, they don't, like, that is not something that ever occurs to him, neither me, like, yeah. myself. I'm not, like, yeah. or he was writing, like, ped- like all these horrible things. And yeah. I'm thinking,
1: where are you, what hole are you living in? Well, I think that people are more scared oh of the God. con. Like, those are people that have not actually been to drag shows. Those are and it's not in drag, it's about the gay community, yeah, too. Yeah. It's well, like, it's trans- oh, don't fucking suck my dick. Yeah. And you're like. Like, the trans community, the, like, drag community. But it's like they're throwing them all under the same umbrella of just like things that they don't think and i mean they're using children as a scapegoat for their own homophobia and transphobia and like really what they're saying is like they're they found a way to advocate for children which is just no it's ridiculous well it's just
0: like the convoy yeah how to advocate for canadian rights we're gonna make a convoy and shoot people and have guns and like block (laughs) people off and you're like but
1: (laughs) yeah it's just like i think it has put a fire under my butt to become Um, aging like have all ages allowed here because the whole point of this space for me was (laughs) the tissues are coming we're all gonna (laughs) yeah was that i for the longest time like spaces had to exist for queer people specifically because it was unsafe everywhere else yes and now i Kind of had seen and like had hoped, and because of the work of like all the spaces that were queer specific before us, that maybe there was this opportunity to have a space that was inclusive in the sense that it was for everyone, truly. Yes. And yes, the demographic might be kind of fifty percent queer at all times, but it's of true for mixing humans. Uh, for
0: humans. Humans. And
1: we kind of—I have the saying—we <laughs> have a massive pride flag. It's like. Ooh, ten feet by six feet, ten feet by four feet. Is it the painted one? Uh, yeah. It's like wood, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. I love that my one. My brother and my mom made it, and it's Aww. so special. Yeah, um, weighs like 400 pounds. Installing that was such a beast. <laughs> that isn't a flag. I feel like a flag is something that flies <laughs> yeah, no, in the wind. Yeah, no, it's not a flag. It's, it's a, a boat. piece of art. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's an art. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I kind of have the saying, and it's a little cheeky, but the trash takes itself out. Basically, like, we have that. Mm -hmm. And if you walk in here and that is something that, like, makes you Mm -hmm. feel any type of way you will leave totally. and then we will not have to deal with you No, and you don't want that anyways <laughs> yeah and so it's yeah. kind of like it's become a community that's like it's not just you know like people have called oh is that the lesbian bar is that the queer bar is that the wh-? it's like it is if you want it to be but it's also mm-hmm. just for everyone the people bar it's just for everyone yeah. who supports just basic human rights i know and so yeah it has lit a little bit of a fire in my butt to have you know i never thought mm-hmm. about the fact i thought about it from like the oh people want to bring their kids for beer but i never thought about it like no you now, have to make that change it's it's a change because seeing all these other places that are getting hate crimed and oh God, protested and like it's—I didn't think living in Canada I would see that. No, and, me too. You know, I just so, maybe yeah. I was naive, but especially at that our, hatred, this time, that hatred seem, was hidden to me until recently, and just seeing like all these all ages. Um, drag shows get protested and, and all these spaces that are so near and dear to like our community and just the community mm-hmm. at large It's like it's really heartbreaking mm-hmm. um, So now more than ever I feel totally. a drive to like <laughs> no I support continue. you for sure. yeah, 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 because yeah, the thing is People these people that are opposed to it I guarantee you don't even have, don't know a trans person in real life and have mm-hmm. never been to a drag show No, they don't know what they're protesting or
0: they don't even know like people. Yeah,
1: Honestly, it yeah. doesn't even
0: have to, I don't even know why that even matters, but it, yeah. it's become a thing that matters, yeah. Yeah. which is really frustrating yeah. because um, even things that I have to think about now, which is, you know, my son, I put um uh, like a little rat tail on him. And yeah. my first thought was once I tied that knot was, I hope someone at day home doesn't make fun of him for it. Yeah. Why should that matter? Why should I even think that? Yeah. But it's because it's gotten to that point where it's like and you want to protect your children. Well, like yeah. they, he'll he'll go and he'll come home upset because mm. someone called him a girl. So what? Mm. And I've worked so hard to protect them from that like. Yeah. So the men in my family um and like the men in my household, yeah. my daughter wants to paint their nails. They paint their nails. And yeah. they're like burly, strong men who yeah. do all the man things yeah. you think of. I do all the man things you can think of too. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're you a burly, strong man. Right? I'm a really strong man.
0: But I mean, you know, like my spouse, you know, he's got a beard. He does electrical woodworking. Mm-hmm. He's like does all the sports. The manliest man you'll ever know. Yeah. But he gives hugs and he gives love and he lets my daughter paint his nails. Yeah. Wears a necklace, some hair clips. Yeah, That's her. He ties his own hair. Yeah doesn't make a thing out of it and that's what my yeah. children have grown up in
1: which is so special until now, uh, until now. Yeah, and it's yeah. like
0: my son and my daughter don't want to wear certain clothes uh, because people have said things uh, why do they
1: say things? who cares yeah. I don't
0: even notice the cool things they wear because yeah. I'm like, you're just a cool human <laughs> yeah
1: totally you're just a cool human yeah and I mean I think that that age where you start to uh, be aware of the society that you yeah. are growing up yeah. in is a very interesting time because like there's like they've been able to freely express themselves because you've created an environment like that at their home but mm-hmm. there's people that you know from the get-go like oh it's God. like I don't wear this don't you know their parents are even putting that pressure on them mm-hmm. um, or like oh
0: do you want to choose that yeah that's for girls yeah
1: yeah <laughs> why i just yeah i think i am hopeful though as much as like i think the binary of gender is dissolving um like Somewhat, yes. I, 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 do, th- I do. I do believe that. I think this is the,
0: the storm before the calm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I
1: do believe that. I feel it. I I've been hanging out with a lot of Gen Zers lately. <laughs> what is that like in their twenties? Like, yeah, yeah like, like they're like oh gosh like late like teen like what words 16, they oh my god um, <laughs> work lit oh my god they, are you sure i uh, think those are old now almost. no i they probably they're are old yeah because t- I, no,
0: yeah, I know those now i'm trending
1: <laughs> but no what do they use they use like all no, these ridiculous oh my god um <laughs> i like can, can you re- make a board i should make a board you should like um <laughs> Kurt, so current, so we can stay current. current Chalkboard. Yeah, I'm like still. I'm like already two years behind. Yeah. Uh, you're already behind because I feel
0: like I just got onto yeah, it. At I mean, I like mostly, like <laughs> AAV,
1: like like drag speak as well. Yes. But yeah, um, yeah. I feel like just like. How many of them? Okay, I saw this graph recently, and it made me so excited. I think I posted it on Rising Tides Instagram, and it was the percentage of people that identify in within the queer community of each um, generational bracket. Okay, and it was like Boomers was like one point four percent. Oh, I see and what then you it mean. was like I see. Um, Gen X was like, like three percent, and doors then opening. and then Millennials was like eight percent, and then Gen Z was like twenty one percent. That's huge. It's massive, and it's crazy because
0: like. There's people out there who think like, oh, it's just a trend. They're just getting on board. It's like, no, no, they were just scared so that's, to be open. That's exactly what this said.
1: Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's exactly what it said. It's like, it, it's not a, It's not a trend. It's think. Don't think of this as all the people that are identifying They are, this way or identifying this way they because feel safe. of a trend. They, they feel, feel safe. safe. Think about all the people in the boomers who never felt safe, who died, never expressing themselves yeah. gender-wise, yeah. sexuality-wise, or whatever. They're... I mean, if you look at the spectrum of everything, there's no way, there's no way, you know, it was 1% of the population for people that are, you know, 50, yes. or 5 no, plus No, there's no way. There's no way. So. Why do you think
0: people became sailors?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Army. Army. <laughs> yeah. But I found that really interesting that, yeah, I think it's officially now 12, it was 11.5 or 12% of the population identifies like under some spectrum of like mm. LGBTQ2S plus. Mm-hmm. Um and that to me just huh, it just warms my heart that people that feel safe enough to actually to feel safe, safe or yeah. they
0: have a community that lets them feel safe yeah. enough to say that as well. Totally. Right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, I'm super fortunate in the sense, you know, my father, uh, he's a family doctor, and even oh, though we're like traditionally Chinese in a yeah. lot of ways, he was very open to stuff like that. And um, oh, really? even though we didn't we didn't think he was yeah. because we're
1: like, oh, he's a Chinese yeah. guy.
0: Right? But when it came out, like when my brother came out, he came out to me first. Oh, I had okay. a lot of people come out to me. I guess I'm like the coming out type. Yeah. And, um,
1: and then. You don't say it. Then, right?
0: yeah. Coming out type. And then, and then he, when he told my dad, I was like, oh, God, what did he yeah. say? He said, don't tell your stepmom, right? Oh, yeah. And so it was all those things where I was like, cool, dad. Oh, yeah. And he's, you know, it's one of those things in our family, we don't we don't overhype anything. We're not like, Oh my god, my son is gay, it's wonderful. He just this is my son. Like mm-hmm. we celebrate humans for humans. Right. And not I not by that's their labels. Not by their labels. And that's even
1: part of it too is like the not having to come out?
0: Yes. No. Why do you have <laughs> to come out? Why can't you just be, be like,
1: oh, I have a wife. Okay. I think that'll be a cool part of the next generation. Yeah. Is like, I think so many people are starting to identify as bisexual because, in my opinion, most people are. <laughs> no, we <laughs> just are because I think just like, a it's, percent just right? there can't be that many people that are like 100 percent straight. <laughs> yes. So I just think it's very cool that people won't have to specify anything no. and like even like myself like being a pansexual bisexual person like. I, like when I was going through my divorce, my mom was like, "Oh no! Like, are you gonna are you gonna date a, a man?" She like <laughs> she almost went the other way, and she was like, oh, oh, "Just I want you to keep dating women." And it's like, Girls. are like, you so traumatized yeah. by women? <laughs> <Yeah. that laughs> you're going like, no, no. I'm like, I'm just open to human beings. Yes. But it's like it's kind of nice to think that like one day it's just gonna be like you just will not have to make a declaration of any kind. No. Or maybe you have to, Maybe you'll have to declare if you're straight. <laughs> me <laughs> that'll yeah be, maybe, maybe that'll that, be the coming out that'll be the it's coming like out. i'm actually I'm only straight. attracted to the opposite sex
0: <laughs> but then it won't be weird yeah. the goal is for it to, well it probably would be weird like you're just straight, <laughs> no, I'm just straight. but yeah
1: just i think it's I, I do have optimism that like the future i is think so more, i mean i was in
0: that bubble where i literally thought i was raising my kids to be like that and then now like i said they're getting to that because they've been in day home they come yeah. back and they ask me these questions right. and i'm like trying to Explain it down to, like, is, people or
1: people. But you said earlier <sighs> that you want to protect them. And I think, like, just to, like, challenge that, I think it might be the wrong goal. Yeah. I think you want to educate them to become advocates. Yes. No, like, I do. So, you, what you we know... Did, the, did you see
0: that the drag video that I did? Yes, yeah. So, now, my, yeah. I, I showed it to my yeah. kids, and they were like, why was there a man that didn't like drag queens? Yeah. So, we've been talking about it. Totally. And asking. Yeah. But, but and the thing is, like,
1: you're never going to... No matter if it's your kids or not, you're girl. never going to be able to protect anyone, yourself, anyone no. from the the realities of society and oh, that's man, just it's unfortunately the yep. way it is but like to have them have I mean obviously you're like the strong spirit you have and like the values that you have like them out in the world is worth uh, like the most you yes. know so you're I just know, creating that's the goal. little mini warriors of <laughs> diversity and inclusion and I think you know yeah they're gonna get, they're gonna experience if you know they are choosing to like even just and that's the thing it's not even um express themselves or like have it you know have a gender diversity but like to express themselves just like outside of this box Mm -hmm. like they're going to experience it even if they don't identify as you know and so like but but that makes
0: people more i just want them to be like superheroes and and protectors of people who can't protect themselves 100%. because one day someone's yeah. gonna say something mean and I'm teaching them now what is considered mean yeah right like yeah. making some making fun of someone because they can't speak they can't talk Because I yeah. you know we have um, we're trying to you know incorporate them into the deaf community right because I want them someday to be like why can't that person hear? yeah well they just some people are born like that and right. I want them to spread that awareness as soon as can you imagine if a four year old looks at you and and says to you like why do you think that's bad? Mm-hmm. And you're so humiliated and humbled because humbled, if, yeah. if they don't think something's yeah. wrong with it yeah. and we're trying to, like you said, protect the children, yeah,
1: then maybe there's something because we- that's the thing, right? Yeah, because like you're, that's the thing. I don't think we should protect children. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, sounds and, like, weird. We protect them from things that can obviously, physically, like physically hurt, them. hurt them. But I don't think that's like the should be the goal of like these protesters, no. <laughs> obviously, because yes. we know that's fake, but also even fake. people that have like good intentions, like it's more to me. It's about yeah, creating these little advocates and yes. people that can go out and be strong and and just express themselves and yeah. and stand up for other people. Stand and, up for other people. Yeah, yeah Because that's, that's honestly the when, most important. When you look thing. at all the history, the yeah. reason
0: why um, people get hurt is because everyone is always afraid to stand up. I'm always one that person. I'm like, I will. Yeah, yeah. It is the mob effect.
1: The that's a scary thing to me because you watch it even happen. In very subtle ways, like totally online or, but, or even probably in your bar sometimes. In your maybe. bar, yeah, you're like, oh, that person's
0: being bullied, but no yeah. one, no one, everyone feels it, but no one's doing anything. Yeah, or even with that queen and Valerie Hunt stood up and was yes, like, yeah, yeah, everyone,
1: because yeah, there are moments in the headline. <laughs> yeah, and I think there are moments, especially when you bring people of different communities together, that that happens. And I really appreciate the people in our bar who, um, in our space, who stand up right away yes in the moment because i take a beat to react because i think my brain is spinning like okay i who am i offending? yeah (laughs) what (laughs) am i i mean i know what i stand for but also like uh, there's freedom of speech there's there's all these different things but like there's freedom of speech but you can also like we can stand for certain things that like you know we have to to me the only way this place stays inclusive is if we protect those that are most vulnerable Mm -hmm. so to me it's like. Yeah, there's moments where it's like, okay, this incident like is that. happening, however, and maybe, yeah, it's technically who's, fine. Who's the underdog? But who's the underdog? What's What are we protecting? What's, who do I want to feel, you know, safe here? Yes. And that's kind of how I try and make my decisions. That's, a, that's an awesome way to but do it. But it takes a lot, it almost takes my brain some time to process. Yes. Cause because I'm, you're like, well, I want that person to say what they think. But I also, yeah. And so we have people in this space all the time who are just willing to like, say, like to be the the non-bystander to mm-hmm. be the one like advocating and it's just a very special thing to see people like brave enough well to... and it's
0: a learning thing too because even now sometimes i'm like oh someone has to you know like you know put me in my place because i don't as we grow and evolve as you know a society mm-hmm. sometimes we do things where we're like it's not acceptable now to say yeah. these things
1: yeah
0: and uh, there's always that fine line of like okay did that person say it because they believe in it or because we have to re-educate right. what's, what's okay now yeah. right and i'm always in that position where i'm yeah. still learning um, and I
1: think that's kind of one of the special things about, I mean, I think the timing and this like and this space and like just one of my like things in general is like, I think sometimes we have been marginalized and oppressed, and so we have a like one strike rule with people. I know, and yes, I think it's I like the the learning and the changing and the growing really happens in that like uncomfortable like okay, now this person has said something or this person believes something but i'm not going to write them off entirely i'm going to spend the time and mm-hmm. like you don't always want to take that like i understand that minorities some like different like marginalized groups don't always want to take they don't always want to be the ones to take that on um the educating process but like the re-education like all those things like it's actually so special when like people like there's people that come in here and i'm like i guarantee you they've never been to spaces where it's like 50% queer people. Mm-hmm. Like they've never saw it. And it's so important it. that you don't advocate like promote it as that because that's how you can change. Right. And it's and too. it's like we're, promote, like we're just a human. It's like promote it but not like yes. it's like it's not about marketing for me, it's no. more just about like the realities of the humans in the room. Yes. And for this when they walk in here people. and then they see this Pride flag, but then they have a delicious beer, and then they chat with this person for this, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, this is just life." I'm, like this, <laughs> this yes! is just a spot and then you're like, "Win." And then that is like, win. it sounds really subtle, but it actually is like, I think it's a huge, huge, huge thing for changing the way that people like exist and believe and their beliefs. Yes. Like, that's that's massive. Yeah. No, it is massive because if you don't make it weird, yeah, it's not weird. Yeah, and like, yeah, not even weird. Just you know, like. And that's the thing, it's it's a fine balance. I also don't want to not be loud and proud. Yes. So it's like, it is like the super fine balance, but I think it's cool the way the community, it organically works, Yes. (laughs) which is awesome.
0: I think we will see it in our lifetime where it will go like the other way where, you know, instead of being bullied, um, for your your gender, your race or whatever it'll be the other way around it'll mm. be like if you 're the one who's doing it everyone 's going
1: to stand and be like that's not acceptable' it's, it's coming close you know like it's getting closer tell, that's not cool right? I honestly think it's getting closer like, I think so straight allies and like that is like where I think the big push has been with this um all ages drag stuff too like mm. the the protests and the counter protests i've seen a lot of rhetoric around um well, like this isn 't just on queer people No. this is on anyone who consumes drag media, queer yes. media, who wants their children to be raised in an inclusive accepting mm. world. This is on y'all as well yes. you know it 's not just for because if you don 't stand up you're just
0: you're just say, you're just as bad as totally like and it, yeah, <laughs> and so
1: I think that's like it 's like kind of putting the onus on whatever the majority of the society wants at whole mm. and while it seems like there's a lot of people protesting it's really just a small amount of people in the greater scheme of things it it's is. just that it's a small group versus a small group but if it was like all the people that actually feel this way versus a small group like yes. it's a much stronger you know basis right so
0: no i agree we're getting there we'll get, get there
1: you got to get your personal pur- purple, okay. purple crusher on purple this crusher. is my favorite one it looks like raspberry juice it's beautiful it looks, yeah, it looks like a pretty. jar of jam mm. Mm. Yeah. um tell me about it's it it's a fruited sour goza um, goes is just like a German style.
0: Berry, right?
1: Uh, berry? Yeah. No. Uh, sorry, goes is not a berry. Goes is oh. a style of sour beer from oh, Germany. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But this one's got like blackberry, blueberry, and I raspberry. like that it's not super sour. No, it's like a really, this is probably my favorite beer from last This best, is really honestly. good. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. I found, um, so when I first tried sour beers, mm-hmm. it was like eight years ago, my spouse, he's from Poland, so we went to um Poland to go do some family stuff and to travel and we went to this bar and literally had like 99 beers on the wall Wow! and we met um (laughs) sounds like a song we met this couple (laughs) and we all started we decided to drink all of it and we did some of it tastes like like ashtrays and (laughs) cigars so gross but we drank like 99 beers Uh, um oh my god no but they were all like this but we would we would share Oh, you'd all back when it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we would get like one of this, and all the four of us would share. Oh my gosh, right?
1: That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. I also love your sleeve, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it's super
0: sick. It's a knot. So for those who don't understand what sleeve means, it's a tattoo sleeve on my arm (laughs) and so this is a nautilus she's not
1: she's still naked don't worry we're just
0: cuddling underneath the sheet now because it's it's a little chilly it's a concrete room uh it's got plants yeah and so i got this um because i love jules verne so we don't know who jules verne is he wrote books like Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea journey to the center of the earth like all those Um, fantasy, adventure, but Mm -hmm. could be real Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. things. I remember reading this a lot. Like, I was trapped under this, like, evil stepmother. Mm. So I was grounded a lot, and um, I read a lot of books, Mm -hmm. and lived in this world of fantasy of, like, Climbing dinosaurs, mm. submarines, and so the Nautilus was the name of Captain Nemo's submarine. Uh, but I was like, do I get a submarine or do I get a, the, the Nautilus, like an actual?
1: Yeah, so it's a Nautilus. I so. mean, it looks like literally perfect for the space, love like it. all of yeah, our, like, right. Very like West it's, Coast vibe. So a Nautilus I love is it. a living
0: dinosaur. They still exist, but they only come up to feed at certain times of day. But they live really deep in the ocean, and it's that beautiful shell that you find, and it goes the opposite direction of all the other shells. Wow.
1: It's really cool. Is it real or fake?
0: They're real. They're real. Oh, they are. I'm okay. you. I couldn't tell. No, no. no. They're real I now. That's could, they're like, yeah, a, they they call like it, an actual. They call living, it a living dinosaur because they've exi- they haven't they've changed. They haven't existed for. Yeah. Because they're
1: really, really deep down. Yeah, and they uh-huh. haven't
0: changed their, um, I guess, like design. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh my God, they're a real. So this is a nautilus. That's, yeah.
1: Okay, so that's what that is. That's what that is, that's and so they still fu- exist. That's so sick. Um, so if you find. Oh, so that was the name of the submarine, but you got the nautilus, the actual, the actual animal. Ah, yeah, it's I feel so educated. Cute. I love it. That's but so yeah.
0: cool. So I, I usually. Uh, when I really love a book, I, I usually read it once every like five to seven years because oh, nice. I want it to read it as if I've never, like if oh, you forget lead, it, because yeah, if it. you read it again yeah. and again, then yeah, you yeah. remember too much, so uh, I'm probably due to read it again if I had time, but I don't, but I, so 20,000 cool. Leaves in the Sea, Jules Verne, he's just, I've read all of his books, yeah. and just things like, you know, traveling to space, yeah. traveling to the center of the earth and finding this whole living, and it just, I think it really inspired like the person I am today that there's That's something cool. more like the adventure yeah. and they've made movies. Yeah. You know, like lots of movies
1: yeah. about this kind of That's stuff. That's so, so cool. You should come to our next silent book club. And what movies. a silent
0: book club mean <laughs> i like it i know one of our regulars just, like, and suggested and it
1: well, yeah one of our regulars suggested it and we just do it the last tuesday of every like month. you literally just now. come hang out and read yeah I so we I just like, like i know people really like it so we just set up tables i put out some popcorn and snacks and then everyone grabs a drink and then we just introduce ourselves we say what book we're reading yeah. we read for 45 minutes and then at the end we just like talk about like this is why I'm reading this book, or this why I like this book, or this is what I read oh in this God, book. And it. everyone just says like a like a little bit, and then we all just like I take pictures of all the books, post them on oh like a highlight God. so people can see what everyone's reading and get book suggestions. Oh, that's so cute! It's How very do you have time
0: to do all these events. <laughs> Holy crap! I do one event and I'm like I'm done for the next month. I feel Oops. like
1: that is so much of my time. <laughs> like it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I do love event planning, but um, yeah, I think it's important. It really like builds,
0: especially uh, after pandemic. It's like people. Want realize connect, they need yeah. to connect and like totally. even if we're introverts we still want to connect it's with the people. perfect
1: introvert. are you an it introvert is i'm
0: such an introvert people don't realize it because i can you're, you're an introvert too very, no no you don't think mm-hmm. so you no. be By yourself i'm an introvert i can
1: be by myself for sure i like being by myself so the true question is where do you get your energy where do you get energy and mine's with people yeah yeah i i get meaner the longer i spend time with see, people see no i get more and more excited mm. and energized yeah i'm like i'm a true extrovert but I think the thing I learned the most in the last year is how to be very comfortable alone, how to enjoy being alone. Cause yeah. I never so lived alone. So you are alone. an extrovert. So you I have am, to learn. I did. To yeah. I had never lived alone. Oh I God. kind of felt antsy alone, honestly. Oh yeah. God. So yeah, I was definitely not yes. an introvert. And now I like cherish my alone time so, so much, especially just being around Good people at the bar all the time. Yeah. It, I've definitely felt like, oh yeah. Like I need, like sometimes I just want to go and, be alone. And, and I, it's, you might be converting. I don't know. Maybe I'm like, I'm in the middle now, but it's kind of cool (laughs) because I remember I was going out to this event. Um, and I was like, you know how you reverse engineer time? Yes. So I was like, hey, yeah. I have to be there at eight. So I have to start getting ready at like seven or leave at six, seven 45 to get eight. ready at seven. Yada, yada, yada. And I was going backwards and I was like, oh, and <laughs> I was like, oh, and I, of course I'd like to build in some time to just be alone and sit and think. Did you? Good and I you know, had like like 10, never, 10 yeah, I had never felt oh, that in my that. entire life. And I was Good like, are you. you're I, growing. I know. I was like, I want to be alone you're and just, growing. and not like be on my phone or whatever. I wasn't like no, to do anything. Do they have a cup of I literally was like, right? oh, I just want to sit on the couch and think. Thanks. You are converting. I'm converting. You're converting. <laughs> I'd say I'm a middle of the roader
0: now. <laughs> no, I'm for sure. Like, I could are literally you? stay in a cabin. I mean, now it has to be with my kids and myself, so, <laughs> um But I could stay in a cabin in the middle of nowhere and just, like, knit and, like, really go forage and, like, That's cook so,
1: things. Oh, my
0: God. That sounds lovely. And, like, it is lovely. But some people would be, like, they'd be horrified. They're no, like,
1: I would love that. I could not be alone that Oh, long. no. I would love to be. Yeah, yeah. Maybe no. I am converting. <laughs> so when I hear about the silent book, club, I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when I, think, it, I get it, anxiety
0: thinking of a normal book club where you just sit and, like, talk about the attra- book.
1: <laughs> yeah, and everyone can pass if they don't want to talk at the end but yeah. it attracts literally every introvert in our community and like, that likes reading Yeah, it's not like they want to sit beside someone then, and read yeah silently yeah and not have someone be like hey yeah hey, yeah hey, hey i'm like the most extroverted person there so for you're just, sure you're like those 45
0: <laughs> minutes are the longest of I your like life it,
1: but i am i'm also hosting so i'm kind of like is everyone happy
0: yeah. the popcorn? but like, then i have to like not bug them yeah i'm like Shh. you can tell because they look up yeah they glare at you
1: yeah <laughs> my new partner is like very extroverted oh my and gosh. like extremely ADHD and loud and she do said bring she's do you book no then. she said <laughs> no, she no, every no. time I host one she's like oh my god I would die and now she she's got die. it in her head she's coming to the next one and no, I'm like no, I no. actually don't think don't, you can don't yeah <laughs> so we're gonna to see how long she lasts so I was
0: always that type because like I said I was grounded a lot so I like like spending a lot of time alone because if I wasn't grounded I had to like serve my stepmother like she was like Cinderella. Oh she was quite literally. Yeah so I had to like serve her so if I was grounded it was a privilege for me to communicate with her so she would talk to me.
1: Oh. So it was actually
0: great. (laughs) You were like
1: ground me. Ground me.
0: (laughs) I would be grounded for months at a time not kidding and I have to write lines for things that she would think that I would do. Months months and my grounded not like like some of my you know white friends yeah. get grounded when they're like I'm grounded like they can watch TV yeah. they can eat snacks they can play with their friends and I'm like what does grounded mean to you yeah. like, I literally had to stay in my room I could only go out to go to school and to the bathroom and for like meals
1: what but I was of, in my room What kind of things would get you grounded Um, man,
0: there'd be like so many, like so I bite my nails so I get grounded for that What and and you wonder why I bite my nails right So I'd bite my nails I get grounded for that and like sometimes she would because she suffers from um like bipolar Mm. um borderline bipolar disorder it'd be crazy things where she got she would get really obsessed about things and she got really obsessed with religion Mm. so she wanted like crosses everywhere Mm. and then i had glow-in-the-dark glue and so she wanted a glow-in-the-dark glue on her wall and i'll remember this forever and i was like are you sure? I was like eight or nine years old. I'm like, are you sure? She wanted to
1: glow in the dark. She wanted across. to use the glow in the
0: dark glue so it could glow at nighttime. Oh. And I'm like, if you put that on the wall, and I told her this at like eight or nine years old, if you put that on the wall, it's gonna rip the paint. the paint off. Yeah. She's like, no, 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 it won't. I'm like, okay. And guess what? It did. It ripped the paint off. And she said, I told her to do it. And I'm a very creative kid who's been grounded a lot. I know the parameters of glue. Yeah. You can put glue on like this table here and it'll seize and it, you could peel it off. It'll be fine. <laughs> like there's certain surfaces I learned. She's a, she's a glue expert. a <laughs> glue. Probably from sniffing all of it. But I was like, so I was grounded so much. I learned all these things. So I learned that you can use like a highlighter to yeah. color my table. Okay. And if I poured glue on it, yeah. it would soak into the glue so I could make designs in the glue. Like, oh, so I'm so, so weird. weird. Creative. So I do yeah. learn things like that. And, yeah. and I would learn certain things if you put on fabric. It doesn't work the same yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. So I told her, I was like, it's not going to work. This is not going to work. <laughs> this is bad news. Yeah. And I just remember, so I would be grounded. I was grounded for that. And she yelled at me. She told my dad that I convinced her to do it. <laughs> and so they're yelling at me and like all these things. And you know, you live it up for the next like yeah. five, ten years. But it was just like, sometimes so bizarre that I can't even remember some of the things that I did because whatever she just felt yeah was not right yeah that's what she grabbed me for yeah
1: oh that's so hard I got
0: really good at like doing lots of things well
1: got you your very cool sleeve yeah (laughs) so I read a lot yeah I read a lot yeah I read a lot I
0: knitted a lot I drew a lot I played with a lot of glue (laughs) I would have so I would um I learned how to make candles because people always ask you know how long I've been making soap yeah And sometimes there's a part of me that's like, oh, I don't want to tell them like three years Mm because it doesn't sound like very long. But for me, I'm like, I've been making shit since I was five when I was grounded. Totally. So candles, I remember I was in elementary sometime and grounded for months. Like Mm -hmm. I spent most of my childhood grounded. Mm -hmm. And I would use my Mm -hmm. lamp to melt the wax. So Mm -hmm. I'd have this little, like the vessels, plastic vessels, that I would put pieces of old um, candles from, mm. and I'd have the lamp on So dangerous, yeah. i just set fire yeah. to the house. And I'd leave it for hours, because oh. that's how long it'd take for it to, to melt, melt sometimes, yeah. right? Oh my and once it melts, I learned how to do things like, if I pour like red wax, yeah. melt that, let it cool, yeah. and then I did like a yellow you wax. Could pour, you I could, could do make layers. layers. Oh my God. So I did stuff like this, like super so weird So you've been dates. working on it your whole so life. So I've been making basically. candles since yeah. I was a kid, and I've been doing all this my whole I life. I love that. I learned all this in my room. Aww. <laughs> wow, that, like, it is very little...
1: formative. <laughs> yeah. Yeah to, have a, yeah, to have, like, it's a very specific childhood, so. Well, it's very specific. Yeah. I love my room. Now yeah. I'm like, ah, it's open spaces. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah. People. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Cop block. I know a cop block I just looked it up. I'm so excited for my cop block. No, I can't. So I can funny. never look at the
0: same singing anyway. Yeah. See two cops together.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> I cop block those fuckers. Specifically when they're trying to hit on some yeah, civilian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was hitting on a, a civilian. civilian. Yeah, oh, was two cops. It was two cops. The one guy was just, I see, and I then see. the one gal had recognized a gal from her high school, oh. and they were like reconnecting, oh. and they were like. Chatting it up. Mm, yeah. Have they come into your bars? As as uh, uh, well, the, the gal that was on the patio was like attending the party and oh. then the one that the cop was on the outside of the-, the Oh, like, oh my god. Yes. And then I was like, Alison Goulet. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, kind of looked at me like, what, what? You're <laughs> like, this oh is god, there's a moment, there's here. like this a flame like, forming yeah. and you just like- I was like, <laughs> I'm like here, here's the water to put out the flame. <laughs> oh my god, that
0: makes me so happy. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna close this up. Makes me so happy. Where can we find
1: you on mm. the internet? So, for our space, our tap room, it's risingtides.taproom um, at risingtides.taproom on Instagram. Um, we're on Facebook, Rising Ties Tap Room. No, I'm on Facebook too. In Google. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. TikTok. Actually, we got a lot. We did one Get viral, us. viral-ish TikTok, and we had a few people come in from like the East Coast and Toronto and be like, "I'm mm-hmm. here because of the TikTok." No. Yeah, so the, I was kind of a non-believer on TikTok. I'm a non-believer. And we just did. I it was time. Other employee Ali, uh, they and I put together a reel on a whim. We were both kind of not feeling it, but we were like, "Let's do this." What was the TikTok? Tell me. Uh, It was really funny. It was just, we went around the space and uh, I would say different things that were like queer in the space. So I'd be like, crocheted art. And then then Allie would just poke their head and be like, gay. (laughs) So I learned we
0: um, got cut off at that end there. So we're just going to close it off again together. Um, Thank you, Allie from Rising Tides Taproom for bearing it all today and, you know, being fully yourself and transparent and literally showing it all to me (laughs) um where can we find you
1: um so you can find us on instagram at risingtides.taproom um we're on facebook google and tiktok
0: (laughs) (laughs) now on tiktok now on tiktok yes come in for a drink and you know you can just be yourself here so
1: see you later you don't have to be naked
0: you don't have to be (laughs) naked
1: clothing (laughs) is uh, optional
0: Thank you for listening to Clothing Optional, your host, Melba Cito. Most podcasts quit before reaching the 10th episode, so I challenge you to stick with me for 10 episodes, and maybe we'll all learn something new about each other. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to my Clothing Optional podcast. For more ventures, follow me on Instagram at Melba underscore and at Bona Soapworks. Join my mailing list at wwbonesssoapworks.com to get updates on episode releases and insider access to exclusive content. Remember, whatever you choose in life, clothing is always optional. Your donations and sponsorships make our reach possible and goes towards creating awareness and exposure to nonprofits, outdoor organizations, and local businesses. Would you like to donate or sponsor Clothing Optional Podcast? Gift or get a shout-out on our podcast? Check out bonesssoapworks.com and search donate.